the Holy Gospel, according to St. Luke, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, Jesus said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And he said, Beware that you are not led astray. For many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified. For these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. And then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance, for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. morning. How are you? Good. Oh. I know many of you sitting right here are tired, and I am too. So I want to give us a little, a little bit of hope today. In today's gospel, the really long one that we just read, um, Jesus focuses a lot on some of the struggling things that are going to happen. And right at the end, he gives us a little bit of hope, saying, we'll be okay through it. But I want to focus on this first reading that Brian read for us. It was very short. And it talks about a field and the sun and calves. Now, how many of you have gardened before? I, I know you all have gardened. Okay. So... When it's all done, so basically this time of year, when a lot of your gardens are done producing, what do you do to the garden? You 
you play with it. Nice. That's good. Yep. Sometimes you got to dig it up. Sometimes you just leave it there. Sometimes you mix it all in and try to cover it with something. Lots of different options, right? Yeah, you don't need to water it anymore, right? Nothing's going to grow. In today's uh, little lesson, all the stubble, kind of all the stuff that was left after we were done with the garden, it says it's going to get burned away. Now, some of you have probably seen things being burned before inside the garden. And this is some to get rid of the stubble and the debris that's there. Kind of like a burning bush, except for this burns. It gets rid of the stubble and the stuff that's there. It gets rid of the disease. It gets rid of some of the pests. It gets rid of a lot of stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. You've got to take care of these, right, so it doesn't spread. Now, it can be scary, right? If, I, if I'm just driving by and I see some trees on fire, or if I see the garden on fire, I'm like, what's the fire doing there? But really, this is for good, isn't it? This is so good things can grow. This is so healthy things can be there. And then there's this next part. It talks about the sun of righteousness, now, when do you plant your seeds in the garden? Remind me. Is it now? Spring. Spring. Summer. summer. So spring and summer, right? A little bit in the fall, but it's really late right now, right? Mm. Too cold. So you wait for the sun to warm up the earth. Make it all nice and ready. If you put the seeds in too early, they don't grow, right? They're too cold and they can't do anything. The sun warms the earth and it makes it ready for good things to grow. So the stubble's burned away, and we prepare for something good. And the sun warms, and we prepare for something good. And this last part, the calves, the young cattle, they go out into this field that has been prepared, and it's been warmed, and good things are growing. And what happens? They jump. What? Yeah. Have you ever seen young cows? Nope. I've got one on you this time. Yeah. The young cows, they actually jump. Now, they don't jump very high. They're kind of like crazy cats, yeah. They're, they don't jump very high, but they just kind of lumber along, you know? <laughs> they, yeah, they kind of flop and they flobble. They, all kind of things. It's like a cat with a feather toy. That's right. The cat runs around and jumps everywhere and loves it, right? That's right. So, a place is prepared, good things grow, and we're like cats with feather toys all around. There is hope whenever we see something scary, and there is hope whenever there are things are bad. And what God is trying to tell us in this very short story is that no matter what bad things were in front of us, and no matter what frustrating things are happening, God will be with us in the tough times. God will never, ever leave us in these times. And that there is hope that we will have joy and leap like calves or calves with feather toys again. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. Shall we? Actually, this week, if you have a cat with a feather toy, 
play with it and watch it jump. And if you don't have a cat with a feather toy, I think a dog will do. And that's their favorite toy. Cool. Yeah. Now should we say a prayer? Let us pray. Jesus, we're very, very thankful this morning for the good gifts that you've given us. In the midst of really scary parts of our lives, in the midst of the parts of our lives that are just difficult and hard to go through, we pray that you stay near us, preparing the space around us, preparing our hearts, preparing for the people around us, preparing us for good things. Help us to have joy in the joy of others. Help us to leap and run whenever we're happy. I thank you for being a God that gives these good things to us and to all people. In your name we pray. Amen. of Jesus. Amen. This is a very, very short text, isn't it? Two and a half verses. One and a half verses. But inside this text, it seems to do more time talking about the hope than actually even the gospel text. Because I don't know about you, but as I'm reading the gospel text, I can feel my anxiety rise. It's just, it's everything that's going to go bad over and over and over again. And Jesus is focusing on this, I think, because he feels like the disciples need to hear it, right? Jesus is focusing on this because wherever we follow Jesus, we're in for some of these things. After all, everything that Jesus lists in the gospel is the shape of Jesus' crucifixion walk, isn't it? He's handed over to kings and governors. He's betrayed by friends and family. And he's even put to death. Where Jesus leads us, there will be scary things. But what this first reading tells us, what this Old Testament lesson has for us, is hope. Is hope that in the midst of these things, evil things and wrong things, that indeed God sees it, and God will indeed address it, and that in a place where we think nothing else can grow, one day there will be new growth. And it will be good, and it will be so pleasing to see. I don't know how many of you have had the opportunity to actually see someone burning the field or burning something. I, we had a neighbor, Lee Siebert, who was my grandpa's cousin. We saw him every once in a while driving John Deere tractors, and that was different enough from us, and so we just waved. But one time he was burning the ditches. Now he was just getting rid of all the brush inside the ditches, but for me and my brothers, we had never seen this before, and we immediately like ran to dad and is like, the ditches are on fire. <laughs> 
we have to do something. And so he had to explain to us, like, no, this isn't bad. Like, this is what people used to do. This is okay. As long as you got space where the fire can't spread, it'll be all right. And so I tell you what, I don't know if there was nothing on TV that day or just what, but we went out to the edge of the road, and it's real flat where we lived, and so you could see down the lane. We just went to the edge of the road, and we watched it burn because it was enthralling to us. I couldn't believe that this was happening. And then, like, the next day, it was all just ash. And the next day, it was all just ash. And I kept, like, for months, I kept thinking, I like Lee Siebert and all, but, like, he really messed this stitch up. <laughs> like, this isn't going to grow back, and this isn't going to be good. But I'll tell you what. Once that sun came out, and really warm that earth again. And once that rain came and really gave it opportunity again, that thing grew just as green as anything I've ever seen. I don't think he put any seed on it. It didn't look like it had been planted. It just grew. There are so many parts of my life right now where like the gospel my anxiety rises and like in this Old Testament text, I see the evil things and I see the wrongdoers. And man, I just don't know. I don't know if anything good can come out of this stuff. I don't know if anything positive is going to be here. And then I see things that start to look out of control. And it drives me in so many different directions. To tears to worry, to fear, to all of it. I just keep thinking of that ditch. I don't see any way how something grew in that, but it did. And I don't see any way how something good's going to come through here. It's not that I'm trying to be pessimistic. It's just difficult to see right now. But something can we have a God who clears the stubble and clears all the stuff that prevents good things. And we have a God that warms the earth to the point where good things can grow. And we have a God who is capable of growing good and of bringing good into our lives where it never existed before. And we have a God that when all of this is complete makes us jump like calves or cats with feathers. So what I'm saying is not that this road is easy, nor that we're not in it for the long haul. I'm saying have hope. Have hope that good things can come. Have hope that this God hears us. Have hope. Because God has heard our cries in the past and answered. God has been one to stay with us through these things. And God is still one to welcome us to his table, to God's table. To open it up to all. And to say, taste and see, not just that I am good, but that there are good things in store again. God be with you if this is a really tough time of life. God be with you if you can't see where good is going to grow.
God be with you in the midst of the chaos that's around us. And may God bring good growth quickly and soon to us all. God be with you. Amen.